Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. I haven't spent much time on this railway strike, but I'm going to now because I noticed that the media is not making the point that any Airfingers quote legislation under the Commerce Clause that would force the unions to give up their ambition of a strike would have to be passed by a Democrat House, a Democrat Senate, etc., etc. It's a very uncomfortable position. I, I thought the Democrats, they believe in walkouts. They believe in striking. This is union power. Isn't Biden the most pro-union president ever? Didn't Bernie Sanders say that he had the potential to be the most progressive president since FDR? In other words, union walkouts and strikes are okay as long as it doesn't make the Democrats look bad. But their concerns about price increases that this would exacerbate the supply chain crisis. That wasn't a problem when they were issuing vaccine requirements for those same railway workers and workers at the ports in places like New Jersey and California. They would have happily laid your ass off if you didn't get the COVID shot. Happily. Who cares? You're going to do what we say. It didn't matter if removing members of the military would threaten national security. It didn't matter if food prices were going to go up because we couldn't keep meat processing plants open. It didn't matter. When it came to truckers, many of you are truckers, many of you are listening right now, who ride in a cab alone. They wanted vax mandates for truckers. And they didn't give a damn what happened to pricing. Because they had people in the grips of fear. They had people in the grips of fear. And they told them, if you don't get, if you don't stay home, you're going to die. Stay home, save lives, right? Order Uber Eats. How the hell with that guy from Uber Eats, right? The hell with the guy running the walk in the Chinese takeout place, stay home, save lives. Non-essential. Isn't it amazing how quickly journalists just declared everybody else non-essential? If we're going to have lockdowns and we're going to have shutdowns, we should forbid people. Now we can't legally. I'm just, it's, 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 it's you know, in theory. Then the kind of people that sneer at everyone else for daring to want to go to work to feed their families should lose their incomes as well. Right? Why are we paying a Washington Post blogger to lecture us, stay home, save lives, while they eat their uh, General So's chicken on the couch? Everything's fine for them. Headline CNN. Rail strike threat recedes as Congress prepares to impose unpopular contract on unions. Why are they doing that? Aren't the unions right to go on strike if they have a grievance? If their demands aren't met, this is about the power of the of the working man and American labor. Where's Bernie? I know he thinks it doesn't go far enough. Bernie would have it. Bernie would be fine, but Bernie doesn't care. 
The treatment, the threat, excuse me, the threat of a freight railroad strike that had been building in recent weeks receded quickly after President Joe Biden and Democratic leaders in Congress agreed late Wednesday to support legislation that would block a walkout by more than 100,000 union members set to uh, for the end of next week. The move relieved business groups, uh, which had been growing increasingly concerned about the threat posed by 30 percent of the nation's freight movement grinding to a halt. More than 400 business groups had joined to, uh, joined to plead with the de- congressional leaders on Monday for quick action. So let me get this straight. Democrats are going to use legislation, the power, full weight and power of the federal government to benefit big business at the expense of workers. Right. I mean, that's that's what they'd be saying if there was a Republican, if this was Trump, if there was a Republican Congress, they'd be saying this is about Republicans and their lust. For big business above the worker, people above uh, profits, above people and all that stuff. Now, one of the key sticking points is. Paid time off, paid leave. I thought that was a big one for Democrats. I thought Democrats were the paid leave party. This apparently is. The sticking point after they've got pay increases and additional contributions to their health care plans, they wanted uh, added paid leave. And the the railway company said no. And now the Democrats are stepping in to pass legislation. Isn't that convenient? And the media is going to hail Biden and hail Democrats. are great negotiators. See, they're, they're fighting inflation. They're doing everything they can to fight inflation. Again, these very same Democrats would have booted your ass to the curb if you were a railway worker or a dock worker who refused to get vaccinated. Hell, they they booted cops, they booted firefighters, they booted nurses. They were booting everyone. Now that we're not living in the grips of fear anymore, and we know we were lied to about masks, and we were lied to about social distancing by Dr. Fauci, we were lied lied to about uh, the, the effectiveness of the vaccine. It's really a shot. It's not a vaccine. A vaccine is a preventative. It is not a preventative. It's not a prophylactic. It does not stop you from getting the virus or spreading the virus. Period. End of story. Don't bother. I don't want to hear from you. They shut up and get vaccinated crowd. Can just shut their pie holes. Nobody needs to hear from them anymore. And, you know, they're out there. Still telling people to mask up. Mask up even if it doesn't work. Just do it because we said so. Let me exercise my little tiny power here, but I, I'd like someone to explain to me how the Congress, how Biden, how the government could force these railway workers to work. How would you do that? Isn't it kind of funny that when they say don't work because we said so, then it's work because we said so. Aren't you recognizing that we're watching tyrannical powers at work? When a worker is told by government, you'll only, you only get to work if we say so. When it works for us, you work. When it doesn't work for us, you don't work. I don't know how you don't see that as a tyrannical exercise of power. These people running around calling Donald Trump a tyrant, Republicans, semi-fascist, extreme MAGA Republicans. These were the people behind the lockdowns. And now because it's making them look bad and they lost the House of Representatives, they don't want this dragging them down going into 2024. Hey, you railway guys, get a better get back to work or else. What are they going to do if they refuse? If a man says, you know what, screw you, I'm not coming, I'm not going to, 
I'm not going to do my job on this railway. I'm going to go find work someplace else. See, now that goes into a whole nother, another topic. Really a secondary topic. If Robert Reich and Bernie Sanders and Paul Krugman and the people pulling Joe Biden's strings had their way, if the academic left had their way, they love the idea of selective work by government, something you find in the book Brave New World by Aldous Huxley. That the education system would be set up, you would learn just enough to do the job the government thinks you should be doing. You might even have to take an aptitude test. But the idea that you would freely pursue a path of your own in employment they had their way, that would go away. They liked the idea of people being born into the system, being nurtured by the system, and then being put into employment in the system. And if the system says, you, you're a dock worker, you, you're a railway worker, but the sons and daughters of the political class get to go to college and become doctors or lawyers or, you know, app designers or whatever, they, they would love the idea of a government that would assign employment. That, that would, I mean, that's the height, that would be the height of their theoretical efficiency. There would never be too many workers over here and too few over there. There would, you know, when you hear them talking about, well, we've got to, we've got to have the skill training for the jobs of tomorrow. What are the jobs of tomorrow? How do they know? How does Joe Biden know what the jobs of tomorrow is? He doesn't even know what he had lunch for yesterday. They're always telling you how we have to recalibrate education for the jobs of tomorrow. What are the jobs of tomorrow? How do they know unless they plan on placing limits and parameters on the economy to prove themselves right? They've made a decision about your future. When you hear Biden, ah, you're going to have good paying jobs in a green, in a green economy. In other words, they're setting it up so you must serve the masters of the state in this new economy that is controlled by them. Let's also not forget that one of the biggest Democrat donors is also one of the biggest railway investors, Warren Buffett. Don't forget that little point. See, when somebody comes along, and I see these people coming from miles away, the people that think because they call themselves a progressive or a Democrat or they have some Twitter account with the you know a silly name and a silly avatar, and they just say contrarian things that they are inherently smarter than everyone, they don't see five feet past their nose. When someone says, we have to, we have to reform the education system around the economy of the future. Unless you're talking about making a central plan for the economy, meaning you've already predetermined the future, how could you possibly know what the future is? That'd be like me saying, here, I want to teach you how to play the instrument of the popular music of the future. How could you know that? If no song has been recorded, no song has been aired, no song has been downloaded, how could you possibly predict popular, popular music into the future? You can't. You have no idea what people want to hear. 
Unless, of course, you've decided that you're going to control communications, you're going to control the airwaves, you're going to control the downloads, you're going to control the distribution of music, and you've decided what the sound of the future is. That's wholly different than an artist declaring themselves the sound of the future, okay? That's, that's just a, that's, that's a, that's a, a boast. That's not the government. But people who consider themselves progressive are very much narrow-minded in this aspect. They don't know anything. The world, according to Robert Reich, is very silly. The world, according to Paul Krugman, is a very silly little world. But if they had it their way, they would control the economy of the future. It would be their economy. You would just be an extra. There would be no chance you would have a starring or leading role, not even in your own life. If we left it to these people, you'd be born in a government hospital, you'd be raised in a government home, you'd, you'd take government transportation to government-run schools. Upon graduation, you'd be assigned some form of employment, and you would take government transportation to this government-approved job, and the cycle would repeat itself. I think Jerry Seinfeld made this movie, B-Movie. You all work for Hunnix. That's the life they see. They see the economy as nothing more than an ant farm or a beehive. So if they say, we don't want you to work because we've demanded a work stoppage, meaning we want you vaccinated or else, who cares the effect? Then they'll tell you to stop working. If you're not working threatens their political viability going forward, then you better damn well get to work and make us look good. How is the government going to force railway workers to not strike? I don't know. In the end, I don't know. That one's that one's uh, that one's uh, that one's that one escapes me. Unless they're going to send the National Guard or Pinkertons or something to drag people out of bed. Wintick six ninety five Patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilcom Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon West, on Sirius XM Patriot, Channel 125.